today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Is it easy to listen to God's voice? Absolutely not. It's hard because usually it doesn't make sense at the moment. Usually it's uphill and not downhill. Usually it takes a lot of effort. But you'll always find this, that heaven's wind will be to your back and God's providence will pave the way so that you can obey Him. Reaching up high with arms open wide we see You're changing our lives so we can be our heads and feet Do you have times where God brings just the right person or situation in your day that makes all the difference in that moment? Through His grace, God will bring small providential happenings along our path that help us to do the right thing and continue to persevere. Today, Pastor Ed reminds us that God requires obedience of us. But when we choose to walk in obedience, this places us in a position where God can bless us. Trust God's providence in your life to lead you to obey Him. Now here's Pastor Ed with today's edition of Building in Faith. David is going to meditate on the promises. He's going to memorize the promises. He's going to mention those promises to God and to himself. You can't live the Christian life. You can't live in the storms that come your way without standing on the promises and praying over the promises. That's what gets you through the difficult times that are part of the journey. So David is going to run into the presence of God and by faith now, through faith now, in God's presence, he's going to lay hold of those promises and he's going to resurrect them in his life. What promises do you have to resurrect in your life? What promises do you have to remember that God has spoken in the past? Now, David takes those promises, is in God's presence, and he's going to recover from his losses through seeking the face of God. Don't lose this. Don't forget this. Seeking the face of God. In chapter 30, verses 7 to 8, he calls for Abathar, the priest, And he has ephod, and he discerns the will of God, and God speaks to David because David is inquiring of the Lord. David is now praying to God. The last time he did this was in chapter 23. And David, for 16 months, we have no record of him praying and inquiring of the Lord. He's just going by worldly wisdom. He's just going by his own gut feelings. But now, David has hit a wall, and he's finally lifting up his eyes to whence cometh his help. His help comes from the Lord. Now, David begins to simply pray. He prays. 
If your troubles are deep-seated or long-standing, try kneeling. Get down on your knees. God's going to speak divine direction to him. Now, when God gives you direction in the place of prayer and communion with God, remember this. Write it down. He doesn't give generalized prescriptions. He gives individualized advice. What he tells your brother, what he tells your sister, may not be exactly the same thing that he tells you. So you have to hear God for yourself. There were times in David's life where he inquired from the Lord and he said, God said, David, it's not going to work out well. Exit that city. They're going to turn against you. David, don't do this, but do that. There are some who've come out of a bad relationship or some whose marriage has crumbled and fallen apart. Sometimes God says, close the chapter and move on. Sometimes God will say, no, you go and seek reconciliation. You build the bridge. You try and change that circumstance. But only God can tell you what to do. Now, if you're in a difficult place, seek wisdom, seek guidance. Don't try and navigate on your own. Seek the Lord. Seek help. With God, one size doesn't fit all. We're not all size nine and a half. God knows where you are on the journey. He knows what circumstances you're in. And if you'll listen and you'll simply ask him, he will give direction. That's what's happening. Now, look at this passage of scripture. God is my strength and power. He makes my way perfect. That's what's happening in prayer. At this moment, at this hour, at this time, David is being strengthened on the inner man. See, David had to discover, he had to realize his strength, his ability was not in his military skills. It was not in his charisma. It was in his relationship with God. Your success is determined by your relationship to God. Everything rises or falls on that. And that's where David is. He's recognizing now, and he will write later in his life, God is my strength and power. He makes my way perfect. So to simply listen to God, because there are some who have been stuck in some movie in their mind of the past and they're trying to reach back and reclaim it. There are some who have frozen the frame of their mind and they want to live back in that moment that's gone. That's why simply saying, oh God, I hear you. Now, some of you know what I'm talking about. 
Some of you were in a job once where you had a six-figure income. That's not the case anymore. When you recover from your losses, it doesn't mean that you're going to have the same income. But it does mean that God will give you wisdom wherever you're at. And he'll give you peace. And you'll recover that relationship with him. And you'll be strong because your strength is in the Lord. You might be in a circumstance where things have changed for you. And it's so important in that moment to recognize that God is with you. And his presence is what you most need in life. To seek him, to know him. One of the difficulties of our culture is we worship youth. That's why we can't enjoy aging. We worship some moment in the past and want to freeze life on that instead of enjoying the journey that goes forward. If we looked at things from God's perspective and from a biblical worldview, life would be so much more enjoyable. And here, David is going to find his strength in God. So David... How does he recover from his losses? Well, David recovers from his losses by simply seeking the face of God, by seeking strength in God. He he goes into God's presence. He goes into the word and takes the promise that was for him. And then David seeks God's face. He realized that, That in his presence is our strength. In his presence is our purpose. In his presence is our help. David gets clear, clear, clear direction from God. And David's going to do a third thing that's essential. You have to put it in the equation. We recover from our losses through obeying God's voice. Obeying the voice of God. David inquires of the Lord, shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue them, he answered. You certainly will overtake them and succeed in the rescue. Again, you have this contrast between Saul and David. God tells Saul to do something and Saul disobeys God. God tells Saul To do this, and and Saul's going to do what he wants. He's listening to the voice of the people. He's listening to his own voice and ignoring God's voice. But when you listen to God's voice, you will be following his direction. And you'll be amazed at what he'll do for you. In 1 Samuel 15, 19, and 22, Samuel the prophet speaks to Saul. He says, why didn't you obey the voice of the Lord? Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of rams. Obedience is not negotiable a requirement. Obedience is not negotiable 
It's a requirement. And David is going to listen to God's voice. Is it easy to listen to God's voice? Absolutely not. It's hard. Because usually it doesn't make sense at the moment. Usually it's uphill and not downhill. Usually it takes a lot of effort. But you'll always find this. That heaven's wind will be to your back. And God's providence will pave the way so that you can obey him. You can see the providence marks the path that David's going to walk. God's providence. Here they found an Egyptian. He's in a field and they bring him to David. And they ask, can you lead us down to this raiding party? And he says, I'll take you down. Now I'm cutting the the story short, but what happened is... This Egyptian was a servant of one of the Amalekite commanders. He became sick. And all of these things were little events that made a big difference. Often, it's the little events that large doors hinge on. It's the little events that make such a big difference in our life. The Philistines decide to send David home. They're not going to allow him to go into battle with them. Thank God. God spared David from a terrible place, a rock and a hard place. God spared David from getting in that situation that he had got himself into. God spared him and took him out of that. Had it been delayed... Just a few days, this Egyptian would have died. He was out and sick, without food, without water. Had David just delayed and said, you know, I'm going to obey God, but I'm going to wait. I think I'll wait a couple of days. Let the men rest, let them recoup. You know, just get everybody's emotions up now. But no, no, David's not going to do that. He's simply going to obey. And right on that road was the right man that could lead David and his party to rescue all of their goods, all of the people that have been taken. It's so important to recognize that God is going to put in your way and in my way as we walk in obedience little doors hinges of divine providence that will help us. A phone call comes and it's just the right person calling you. You just decided to go out to get gas and you meet somebody at the gas station and it's a divine appointment. Something happens and then suddenly you realize God's hand is in it. John Blanchard said, God's providence will fulfill his promises. God places along the path providential events, people, circumstances that will help us do what we need to do. If we don't ignore them, and it's easy at those times to do that. David was tired. His men were tired. They were angry. They were honored to retaliate. There was this sense of being robbed and wronged. And there's somebody sick on the road. Forget about him. We got to get going. 
They stopped. What happened in David? David is now in relationship with God. And he becomes that good Samaritan. And that good Samaritan finds out that in that act of kindness, God is going to help him. God is going to use it in a far greater way than he could ever expect. Notice that this road is filled with God's providence. But that in itself will not help you reach the end, the destination. You have to have something else. It's called perseverance. Perseverance. In verses 10 and 17, 200 of the men out of the 600 were physically exhausted. David had a fight with the loss of one-third of his men. He only had two-thirds going into battle. And they fought all day long. It was going to be a battle. Doing the will of God, obeying God, doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Doesn't mean all the pieces of the puzzle are going to be falling into place immediately. It may mean that you have to work. It may mean there's discipline. It may mean there's sacrifice. Uh, But doing the will of God involves a total act of obedience. Sometimes when we physically don't feel like we could do it, That's why Paul said he brings his body into subjection. There are passions, there are desires, there are pulls this way and that way that you will feel. But at that moment you say, no, no, i got to obey God. There are thoughts of discouragement that might fill your mind. But then you have to bring every thought into the obedience of Christ and bring them captive Instead of letting Satan camp out in your mind and just discourage you. David learned to strengthen himself in the Lord. Because that's what Jonathan did for him. Uh, There are times when there's absolutely no one around you. A letter doesn't come in the mail. A phone call is not there. There's not a pat on the shoulder. There's times when you have to just... Encourage yourself in the promises of God if you want to persevere. That's what David is going to do. David is going to work at it. We want it on a silver platter. Oh, God, make it easy. And God said, it's never been that way. And it won't be that way. You'll have to accept the truth that you have to work at through the presence of God, through the strength that he'll impart, through the grace that he'll give. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 12, chapter 2, verse 12, rather, there's a verse of scripture that Paul writes. Therefore, my friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, how much more in my absence... Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. The New Living Translation says, Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. Obeying the voice of God is not easy. But it will place you in a position where God can bless you. 
At the end of the journey, David recovers everything. David gets back everything that's lost. And then the 200 men that had stayed behind that were weary and broken and tired, and the 400 that went with him, there was a number in that 400 that said, you know, they don't deserve it. We were Todd. We went into the battle. They stayed by the stuff. David made an incredible observation. It is all grace. It's all grace. What David is doing is reflecting God's relationship with him in his relationship with others. He recognized that God's good hand of providence, that God's divine grace had blessed him and he was going to exhibit grace on that journey. See, that's what happens when God strengthens us and we're on that road of recovering what the enemy has taken. Some of you need to recover a relationship with God. Some of you need to recover that first love. Some of us need to recover that passion for doing his will. You can be out in that place of disobedience, of compromise with the enemy, and it is sometimes so hard to get back. Chapter 29, chapter 28, chapter 27 records all of these events. And you see Saul. He's in a place of discipline. God's presence has left him. And he goes back to what he once condemned. He begins consulting psychics and mediums. And he had banned them from the land. And now he's going back to what he once spoke against. David, David realizes in order to recover from our losses, we must find our strength in God. It's not just mustering up something within ourselves. No, it's leaning on the everlasting arms. It's seeking God's presence and his promises. It's not just trying to energize and motivate ourselves. No, no, no. It's finding strength in God's presence. And then it's simply putting one foot in front of the other in obedience to God, even when you don't feel like it, even when it's hard. It's doing the right thing when doing the wrong thing is so much easier to do. And God... And God will help you recover your losses as you take those principles and you practice them tomorrow morning when you get up. The songwriter said it this way, trust and obey, for there's no other way. It's not going to happen by just wishing for it. It's not going to happen by just saying, others are going to do it for me. It's going to happen when you simply say, God, my strength is in you. 
We hope you've been blessed by Dr. Edward Jones' study on the life of David and invite you to join us again. In the meantime, we'd love to keep in touch with you. Our phone number is 845-462-5955. We're here to join with you in prayer for whatever is going on in your life or to answer any questions you may have about how you can have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That phone number again is 845-462-5955. Be sure to check out our website as well at buildinginfaithradio.com. There you'll find messages from previous series available to encourage you in your walk with Jesus. We know that God is using the Building in Faith radio ministry to spread the good news of the gospel, but we encourage you to not let this be your only source of spiritual guidance. Reading the Bible, prayer, and fellowship with other believers are extremely beneficial to anyone who wishes to grow closer to God. By getting plugged in with a local church, you'll also be able to bless others around you by sharing your unique gifts. If you're in the Poughkeepsie, New York area and don't have a church family, we welcome you to join us here at Faith Assembly. For location information, service times, and a calendar of other great upcoming events, visit our website at buildinginfaithradio.com and click on Back to the Home page. That's all the time we have for today. But join us next time right here on Building in Faith Radio as Pastor Ed shares more from the captivating life of David. Your word restores.